Hello, Ashley. We are recording. We are live. Now, hello, Amanda. Hello. How are you, Ashley? It's so good I'm to see well. you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Uh, it, this is a little bit embarrassing. We did. We 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 started. We started, and and we realized that we weren't recording, so we'll start over. Um, yeah, it's so awkward because it's like we've already been through all this. Oh. <laughs> okay, look, remember I was in drama for a couple semesters. We can we'll just restart. Oh, <laughs> improv. I'm not very good at improv, but um, all right. Uh, okay, do you want to briefly introduce yourself? Um, yes. Hello. Hello, hello uh, all of Ashley's listeners. Uh, I am Amanda or Mandy, whatever you want to call me. Um, Ashley and I have known each other since high school. Burbank High. Go Bulldogs. Burbank High. Go Bulldogs. <laughs> yep. That's where we met. And uh, I think one of the main reasons I'm on this show today is I have a very interesting life with an interesting tortoise who um, <clears throat> we can we can start in on her in a minute, but Basically, um, what I do is I work for a law firm, and I really do like my job because I can't tell you who my clients are, but we have some really cool clients who happen to be some of my favorite recording artists. So um, personally, I work with two of my favorites, which is really cool, but I can't talk about yeah. that. But um, So that's cool. Um, but I was telling uh, Ashley be before we realized we weren't recording, um, I met my husband right out of high school, met him at Ikea, and um, we got married a couple years later. And at that time, they opened up an Ikea in Tempe, Arizona, and we realized we could never afford a house in LA at our salaries. So we moved out here and fell in love with the desert. And Arizona, ha Arizona Ikea has afforded us many opportunities to move around the country. I lived in Philly for six years. And while I didn't necessarily like living there because eh, it's Philly, but it's got some great historical sites and I loved to visit the historical sites. So that was pretty cool. And then we had the opportunity to move back to Arizona in a little tiny town called Coolidge, which is halfway between Phoenix and Tucson. And we produced like half the country's cotton, like something ridiculous like that. And it's just a tiny community where everybody just helps each other out. It's a real small town community feel, not like LA where like nobody gives a crap about you. So it was really, um, really nice to move back. We have a network of friends here. We both work from home. We moved my mother-in-law with us because she's elderly and uh, she brought her elderly tortoise with her. And that is what I'm doing here today. Yes. So, um, yeah, I, I personally love Philadelphia. Um, mm -hmm. great, great, great town. I, I lived, I lived there well near there for, mm -hmm. um, Horsham. I don't know if you know oh, okay. where Horsham is, yeah. but yeah. I lived in Lordstown. Okay. Yeah. They have a, um, naval base up there. So, um, after, after Burbank High, go Bulldogs. Um, I, mm -hmm. I went into the Navy. So yeah, so I got to taste Philadelphia. Um, but yeah, I, I loved I loved seeing um because I've been following you on social media for a long time. Um yeah. it's weird because I kind of feel like a stalker because we ah. haven't really we haven't really interacted all that much, you know. So like here like, and there. <laughs> I'm just like, oh wow, look at this girl's interesting life, you know. Um <laughs> and I, I was saying social media I don't... Is, is so weird like that sometimes. 
But, right. And it's yeah. so funny though, because you never know who's actually like faking it and, and who actually True. has an interesting life. But you know, with me, everything is, yeah. uh, it's real. Absolutely. <laughs> <I'm> real. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I, I remember a post of yours that you did where, um, you like kind of did like a, like kind of a mock-up of like, like yelling out of a window with like the, fa the face mask on or something like oh kind of like an east coast you know east coast <laughs> woman mock-up thing that's so that funny because i don't even remember that i always remember that because i thought that was absolutely hilarious um it was a total culture shock i'll tell you and i'm sure you oh, could, yeah. well, i don't know because you you spent a lot of your life in louisiana so i'm sure it was different moving to philly and um just the attitudes are so different everybody's so like yeah. tough out there and i was just like okay everyone's like more bitter and angry i felt oh. out there crazy at least that was my experience yeah um <laughs> uh, yeah maybe a little bit i guess <laughs> the, food, the food phenomenal yeah. the, the historical oh, yeah. sites you know like seeing yeah. the liberty bell for the first time or independence hall it was so neat to go inside like you could just feel like the energy in there it's it's great yeah center center city philly is pretty yes. fabulous yeah. Did, yeah um did you have a favorite thing back there or a favorite restaurant or anything no not really um no what what was your favorite um restaurant you know, or thing there's a place called the continental, continental. and i there's a couple of them. This one was Midtown. It's on, I think it's 16th and Chestnut around that area. Okay. And um, it's like a 70s lounge inside. They've got like blue, like vinyl, like booths to sit at. And if you go up on the second level, they've got these like hanging wicker chairs, like a birdcage chair, I think is what mm -hmm. they're called. Like you swing in it. It's so awesome. It was just me and my friend Mallory. We used to go for brunch there once a month if we could. I'd take the, the subway and we'd meet there and it was just fun. Oh yeah, yeah. I never really spent too much time in in Philadelphia, honestly. I mean, I went to see mm -hmm. the like to Center City to see mm -hmm. like the Liberty Bell and Independence mm -hmm. Hall. And I mean, usually when I'd go down there, it was maybe to go to like Kelly Drive or something and just kind right. of enjoy the the art the museum. Rollerblading and yeah, the, the museum okay. of course. Mm -hmm. the, yeah. Where Rocky famously the rocky step yeah the rocky mm -hmm. steps. yeah uh, we had a, a train station right by our house yeah so we would take the train downtown all the time because there wasn't a whole lot to, I mean there were things to do around town but yeah. like you know things were happening in Philly or um oh, yeah. there's a lot of conventions down at the convention center and that's something I've noticed they had a lot of smaller little conventions like ten dollars to get in it was smaller but they were like really intimate and I really like that as opposed to out here where you only get to go once or twice a year and you've got to pay $120 like to get into this huge hall and it's crowded and so it was really cool. I, we did really enjoy that. Is that Comic-Con or? Um, well, any little convention like oh. that, but yeah, Comic-Con is out here. Well, yeah, Phoenix Comic-Con, we, we make a habit of going every year. Okay. We used to go to San Diego back in the day when we lived in LA. And then it just got out of control. Like they started doing lotteries to get tickets for people because they were just selling out so quick. Celebrities, like I remember one year Paris Hilton showed up oh, and she had like nothing to do with like, um, yeah. like pop culture at the time. Maybe that one show, like The Simple Life might've been out, you know? 
Yeah. <laughs> but we were like, what the heck? I think she even yeah. got booed. Because, like, the Comic-Con, at least back then, it was, like, that crowd was, like, they didn't care about yeah. Paris Hilton. Like, they sure. wanted to see Leonard Nimoy and, and things like that. So, yeah. So, we used to do San Diego. Um, Even when we lived in Arizona, we would still, he would at least take a flight or drive home, you know, in July to go see it. But it got out of control, ridiculous. So we started going to Phoenix. And Phoenix Comic Con has evolved from a little, like, library. They used to have a couple tables, you know, people would come in their costume. And now it's just at the convention center every year. It's gotten real big. It's a lot of fun. People come in costumes. They've got some great panels. So we, you know, we make that our little mini staycation. We drive an hour north. We hang out. We get some pool time during the day. Get some good restaurants. So it's it's fun. That's great. What 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 kinds of costumes do you do you usually bring so, up there? Let me tell you how our costuming began. I first met my husband, and um, there was this little sci-fi convention back in the day held at the Shrine Auditorium in Pasadena. I don't even remember what it was. I think it was just like a comic book, literal comic book convention that they used to hold like once a month. And I remember going, hey, what are you doing this Sunday? Do you want to go out? And he was like, nope. He's like, I got a convention, a comic book convention to go to. And I'm like, what? Like, I was just like, you turned me down for a date <laughs> to go to Comic-Con? Like, I couldn't, I couldn't understand. And so um, someone got him started. Um, I think, well, he made his own Star Trek costume, like, in high school, I think, for Halloween one year. You know, he did a pretty mm -hmm. good job. I should have had pictures prepared. Yeah. Um, and then, um, so then he, he like had a Boba Fett costume he had been working on for a long time and oh, yeah. And then, then he had a stormtrooper costume and he became part of this group called the 501st, which is really big now, but they weren't that big back in the day. And, um, they had, they really existed just to, um, do charity events. Like they would go to um, the children's hospital in Orange County and things like that. And, and dress up for charity and it was a lot of fun and so he got me doing that with him and then he was like oh by the way we go to San Diego every year let's let's you know let's get a hotel room we'll go down there and so I started dressing up with him um the first night we spent the night together you know um I thought we were gonna get real intimate he brings his Boba Fett costume oh he's like he's like I don't know how to braid I need your help braiding <laughs> he had like oh, wow. you know, he had that has Wookiee scalps that are braided so I, I had to stay up like braiding these damn Wookiee scalps oh, wow. I mean we we did get intimate later but I was not I was not expecting that so I should have known back then that's what I was getting married into oh <laughs> that's great but um he's got several costumes if you don't mind I'll keep going um, for sure for sure yeah yeah I'd love to see those pictures especially the yeah. Boba Fett Awesome. Yeah, he's been working on Boba Fett for, I mean, the last 20 years, just perfecting it. Actually, um, Jeremy Bullock was the actor who played Boba Fett in the original Star Wars movies. And he got to know my husband because he knew that his costume was so, like, just like the, the movie one. And he used to call him Nearly Fett. And he would, like, every time he'd sign an autograph for him to, to the Nearly Fett. And I will never forget, um, I think it was Phoenix one year. We were in a crowded lobby and we were just trying to get an elevator to go upstairs and out of nowhere, David, we turn around and there is Jeremy Bullock with his wife and he, he saw my husband out of 
costume and knew him and introduced his wife to us and shook our hands, sat there chatting for a little bit. So like, it was really cool. And um, he's met um, Daniel Logan, the one who played him in the prequels. And um, he got to meet him and he was just playing with his like, you know, his blaster and everything. He, and, like, he was like 14. He thought it was the coolest thing. Like he had more fun with Dave, I think. <laughs> so oh. it was just, it was really cool. But He's done both with that. He's been working on that. Like I said, it's been a work in progress for like 20 years. He's got um, a Mad Max one that he's done before. Um, Colonial Marine from the movie Aliens. He's got um, a couple uh, G.I. Joe ones like Cobra Commander, Major Blood. Like he's just, he's got a lot. Off the top of my head, I don't know how many, but I'd say easily 10 or 15 that he's done over the years. Um, he did Doctor Doom most recently. For those of you who don't know, that's a Marvel villain. He's got okay. like the... Yeah, I did know. Yeah. <laughs> Big green yeah. cape, mask. So it's um, it's something he loves to do. So I'm going to go out on a limb here and just yes. assume that he's a big fan of the show The Mandalorian? Yes, we both are. As a okay. matter of fact. Um, I haven't seen it yet. Um, the last Star Wars thing I watched was Obi-Wan, which I, I thought was fantastic. They, they just kind of tie into each other. Yeah, I've got a baby Yoda uh, phone case or holder right now. It's like my phone's sitting oh. in a baby Yoda. <laughs> All right. I'm on my phone. Um, I, I was going to flip my camera, but uh, but oh. I'm having... Oh, here we go. Hold. I'm I'm just not very tech savvy. That's okay. That's okay. And you know what? It's Oh, there you go. Oh. You can barely see it because it's a blurred background. But, uh, that looks but awesome. you get it. You get the point. Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. I love no, it. You're gonna have to give me a second to flip it back. Yeah, I I, <laughs> I love the Comic Con um seeing seeing uh yeah because I've never been to Comic Con before, but it looks like so much fun. Yeah, I, did, I had no idea about about um Phoenix Comic Con. Um, you know, yeah. San Diego's like like the big one. Um, Battle mm -hmm. Five is one of his favorites. Oh wow! Do you remember that one from back in the day? <laughs> Wait, which which one? Wait, Babylon Five. Babylon Five. Was, no, uh -uh. I think it was a V, not VW, BW, WB, Warner Brothers. Maybe I don't remember. It was one of those like or Channel Thirteen, something like that. Like back in the day, like in the nineties. It's it's a sci-fi. It has Bruce Boxleitner. Um, I can't remember who all else is in it, but it's not bad. Um, Chekhov is in there. Um, okay. I think in the later seasons, like he he used to make me watch it when we were dating, and I'm like, what is this? But then like it's it's grown on me. Same thing with um. Stargate. Did you ever get into the Stargate series? No, no. I, okay. I was going to ask you actually, which one, which yeah. Star Trek was his favorite? Uh, like, you know, which... um, I think he liked the original the best, probably. Okay. Okay. Do you have? A, are you a big Star Trek fan? And which is your favorite? Not, not big, but I have. I think the original series, like the just because I've I've watched a little here, a little there mm -hmm. of the original and Next Generation, and uh, between the two, I would say the original is probably the one that I impresses me the most. I think I just love so uh, groundbreaking at the time. Yeah, and the the chemistry between Leonard Nimoy and um, uh, my yeah, help me out. <laughs> Yes, thank you. Thank I hear you. Yeah, yeah. It just usually I'm the one with the brain fart. Yeah, brain <laughs> fart. Yeah, the chemistry between them is incredible. But did you ever watch any of the? Did you ever watch any of the movies, the Star Trek movies? I did see the um, 
I don't remember which one it was, but um, I think the first one that came out, the first one that J.J. Abrams made, I saw that oh, one. I'm talking- Benedict Cumberbatch was in it too. He played what, the villain. That's in, oh, I don't remember too much I'm- else, but I remember liking it. I'm talking about the ones that came out in the 80s. Oh, oh. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm going to take that as a no then. No, no, I guess I didn't see. Yeah, I don't know. That he was loves the- that's the that's what comes to mind with the star trek because I, I thought that yeah, one so i did like those though those, those were good ones yeah the, the newer ones i, I yeah. know i saw the first one for sure so w- which one in the 80s what 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 are we talking about here because I, I obviously i need to do some homework <laughs> i think i think they made at least six of them okay and, um i know i know for sure his favorite is the Wrath of Khan, which I think is number two. It's got Ricardo Montalban in it. I can't say that name. Okay. But my favorite is Star Trek Four because it had the whales in it. Oh. <laughs> when I was, I think it came out around 1986. My parents took us to see it in the movies and um, I just loved it. I fell in love with the whales. Maybe it came out a little later, but I thought it was awesome. <laughs> I never, I don't know. I, I liked Star Wars as a kid in the 80s, mm. but um. I, I do prefer Star Wars, Star Trek. <laughs> I, I never, yeah, I don't know. Somehow Star Trek kind of flew under the radar for me back then. But I don't know why, but yeah. Um, I think when I was at Burbank High, I, when we were at Burbank High, I, um, I started to kind of become aware a little bit of, of Star Trek. Um, mm-hmm. I think I remember uh, Robert Lemoyne was into it and, <laughs> yes he was yeah um i think he he really likes the next generation that's right yeah because he liked data and q and yeah well i remember what i remember about him is he used to dress up as the x-men or um at least he would do i can't think of the character's name but he was the one who was from louisiana i think gambit he was gambit every year for halloween i love I love it. I was going to say Wolverine, but of course, Gambit was the one that he liked. Yeah, that's right. Yep. Uh, okay. That's a long time ago, though. Yeah, it's a long time ago. Yeah. It, isn't that crazy how it doesn't seem like that long ago? But when yeah, you think it, about it, you're like, holy shit, that was 25 years ago. No, no, it, it doesn't. Yeah, I know. It's it's wild. And now uh, Aurora, Ellie's daughter, is uh, our about age. to graduate. Right. Next year, next year, she's going to graduate. Yeah. Yeah. She's a senior this year. That's, that's crazy. Wow. Um, (laughs) Pictures of her and she just looks so much like Ellie when she was that age. And she even wore her prom dress one time. Oh, I don't know if you've seen that picture, like the same dress that Ellie wore to prom. It's like a little scallop dress. It was so pretty. And then Aurora wore that one day, one year. I don't know when she wore it. Oh, yes. It's amazing. Let's talk about the tortoise, Slowpoke. Yes. All right. <laughs> Which um, Slowpoke, the desert tortoise. Um, yes. All right. Um, who Slowpoke is about 90, we think, between 60 and 90, somewhere yeah. between 60 and 90. And this was, she lives with you at your house. Mm-hmm. in A little enclosure called Turtle Ranch. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was- that's all my husband. The desert, the desert tortoise. Um, and you know, I usually when I think of tortoises, I think of them, you know, kind of swimming. And so 
but this tortoise lives in the desert. Yes. And although, um, like, take us back. So take us back to the beginning. You, um, the the in the seventies, it kind of <laughs> wandered into the yard. Look, the seventies were a wild time. Okay, yeah, wild time, and the in, yeah. <clears throat> so I don't know the exact year, um, but my mother-in-law had, I believe it was a coworker whose father lived in, I think it was Hesperia down in the desert. And this tortoise wandered into his yard one day and he fed it and she never left. And so he just kind of kept it. So she's technically, she started life out as a wild tortoise. <clears throat> and then he got ill. And um, my brother-in-law was allergic to anything with fur, cats, dogs, like hamsters. He couldn't have any of that. So someone suggested, hey, you should get a desert tortoise. <clears throat> Excuse me. So she put herself on a waiting list to get a tortoise. And meanwhile, this um, lady's father became ill and he couldn't take care of her anymore. So she said, Betty, why don't you take this tortoise? I know you've been waiting for one and she needs a home. So they took her. And this was before my husband was born. He was born in 1972. So we know she's older than 50. Um, and I had read somewhere that tortoises, desert tortoises, lay eggs between 40 and 60 years old. So she did lay eggs once in the 70s, like around 1976. So she was at least 40 then, so we think. But then I read conflicting information later on that they reached sexual maturity between the ages of 14 and 20. So she's anywhere between 60 to 90 is what we figure. So I say she's like 80. Yeah. I call her because my mother-in-law is 80. So I just think she's a little old woman. <laughs> my little old woman turtle, my little lady. <laughs> that's that's hilarious. Okay. So, so yeah, your mother-in-law inherited this tortoise. Um, mm -hmm. She lived in Burbank, I'm, I'm assuming. And Correct. then yes. moved in with you guys in Arizona. Yes. In Arizona. Okay, so she she took the tour. Obviously, took Slowpoke. So, how is Slowpoke? Uh, uh, does he like his 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 new home? His tour. She 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 her she her. Yes, that, those are her pronouns. Thank you very much. She, um, well, <laughs> so what what happened? It's okay. Um, I'm sorry for misgendering Slowpoke. I know. Come on, get with the times. All right. <laughs> she, um, they brought her in a paper box, you know, the big boxes with the rings of paper. Yeah. Took her in. They they traveled and put her in the back seat. They came from LA out to Arizona. It was two in the morning when they got here. <laughs> so we did put her in the bathtub um, that night because we were like, we we don't know. Oh no, did we? I don't remember. I I know we got some rinky dink reptile thing off of Amazon. And she lived her whole life, most of her life, in beautiful, sunny Southern California. And she comes out here. It was June, July. It was like 117. And I went to check on her, and she had heat stroke. The poor thing was like foaming at her mouth. And so the structure we had was not enough for her. So we had to move her into the bathtub <laughs> until we could find a better alternative. And so my mother-in-law found a guy who... Um, God bless him. He was the nicest man ever. Yeah, he came and built this turtle ranch for her. And it's got, um, you know, it's concrete, like it's graded on the outside, at least. And it's got dirt and sand and grass and shade and a misting system. And she's got a doghouse. She's got a 
a tarp to hang over her. There's native plants in there. Um, it's probably 15 to 20 degrees cooler in there. She has currently this year to keep cool. She's digging herself a hole in the mud. <laughs> so I call her a little mud hut. So many um, pictures you'll see on Instagram recently. She's got mud on her face or on her shell. And I feel I'm like, oh my gosh, she looks terrible, but she's keeping cool. So I just, you know, I just let it slide. Yeah. <laughs> so, so Slowpoke really was uh, Slowpoke, the valley tortoise. The, she she was a total valley <laughs> like, girl. Oh my gosh, she talks like this all the time. Yeah, totally. now, <laughs> now she's a yeah, desert a tortoise. Okay. She's but a true she, desert tortoise. You've got, got her this, roots. And, but you got this like, amazing enclosure for her she's like yes protected she's walled off the dog can't get right. there right because they want her so bad yeah. oh yeah <laughs> we always tease that they're gonna have turtle soup one day oh oh no <laughs> i would never actually do it i'm no. just kidding i know, I know. <laughs> tell us about your dog so we had a little terrier named danny boy who he passed away this past year, this back in January, but he wanted her in the worst way. He, one day we came out there and he was pulling on the chain link fence, like just to, and he, he had like half the teeth in his mouth, 